G'day, dorks, and welcome back to Lords of Dorktown. This is a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. And my name's Philip, and the dork joining me tonight uh, recently sent his thirst trap ass photos to the group chat and has been thoroughly oh. roasted ever since. <laughs> Fuck you. It's Tyo. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Uh, yeah. I've seen your entire oh, ass God. in the last week. Yeah. It was yeah, good. Fucking weird. Everyone's seen your ass. Yeah, I know, but you walk around with your pants half out all of the time. Yeah, that's because I'm gangster. showing your frog butt. <laughs> <laughs> that's because I have a. Actually, my wife is. Uh, my wife has recently <laughs> insisted that I have a medical condition that's called dormant butt syndrome, <laughs> and it's where the muscles in your ass get so used to sitting down and not moving that they atrophy inside your rectum. Yeah, true. So she thinks that's what I have because I have no ass. Yeah, that's yeah, makes sense. Real harsh to learn that though. Yeah. Anyway, buddy, how you been? You know, yeah, not too bad. All right, too bad. Pretty good. Yeah, considering I've been doing. If I had your ass, I'd be doing (coughs) fucking fantastic. To be honest. Yeah, I have. I guess I've been doing all right. Yeah. That way. Yeah. Yeah, you're blessed. You're blessed with a beautiful yeah. ass. Um, look, I, I, yeah, finally one of those things <laughs> you said is true. <laughs> yeah, I did that. That sucked. I was drunk. Oh man, waking up that morning and oh, you weren't awake. No, I was okay. awake because I went to bed early, and you boys we were, were playing all, Catan. Yeah, yeah, you're playing Catan on the group chat, and I wake up and I'm just like, I had like. I think it was like 38 notifications for that group chat, which I was like, that's pretty normal for like a Qatar night. But I like started scrolling and I was like, is that, that's Tyson. That's Tyson complete. Why did he send a naked selfie to the group chat? And then I just scrolled down a little bit more and it's just, oops. And I'm like, oh no. Yeah. The the kicker was the second one. Yeah. That second one was pretty great. Glad it wasn't other pictures. Oh man, yeah, it was tasteful. Those were they those were really tasteful, tasteful pictures. Tasteful thirst traps. Like if it had been a hog shot, I don't think you would ever live. Like you're not going to live it down now. But if it was a hog shot, like I'd like we'd get matching tattoos. Yeah, we'd all get a matching tattoo of your hog. <laughs> this is what I'm we do. really, really glad. Yeah, and it's very incriminating. Like I have a very distinctive upper thigh tattoo. It's not like I can pretend it's. Not me. No, I learned that you have a very distinctive ass tattoo. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. I've I known have. you for like 12 years. I yeah. did not know you had an ass tattoo. Yeah, that's what most of my tattoos are pretty easily covered. Oh, I mean, yeah. I have many tattoos. It's on your ass, though. It's crazy. Anyway, yeah. um, I thought we'd kick off today's episode with a bit of what's been getting it. Anything been getting it lately for you, brother? Crash, motherfucking Bandicoot. Hell yes, the Insane Trilogy. Insane. Insane yeah. Trilogy. Yep, um, remastered on the PS4. Now, as someone who's played about six minutes of Smash, and that was the one time I played Smash. it with you. Oh, not oh, Smash. Crash. Crash. Yeah. Um, I've played heaps of Smash. <laughs> <laughs> but as someone who's only played, like, yeah, six minutes of Crash, and that was with you yeah. when we were drunk, Yeah. what's the appeal of the Crash Bandicoot franchise? Because I, I simply just don't get it. Um. I played it when I was young. It's like um, a revolutionary um, leap in the platforming um, type game because they were. It was like the first three D platformer, like first three D adventure platformer. Like it, it was a very revolutionary game. The way that it was coded was um, really revolutionary as well. Too, they made because um, levels then were sort of capped at like to um meg i think it was that you could like or gig i can't remember was that big yeah one? yeah um that you could upload in at a time but then um the developer worked out a way of setting it up in pages so you could load in and out part of the level the only part of the level that you can oh, okay use. yeah yeah like, that makes yeah, sense so you can sort of swap so you can use the instead of using the ram that was already on the playstation they could use the the cd drive which had a lot bigger memory and they were just sort of um swapping in and out at, at um the time yeah and it's really cool the way that they do the platformer like the boulders running at you is a um, cuz it's is like a 
yeah, nothing had been done like that before because normally there was like the Sonic games and stuff when you were falling behind him and you saw like Sonic's ass. Yeah. And like it's a, um, a thing that I've noticed about like that brief time I played with, it was, it was, it was like a, a runner platformer yeah which was like like i uh, i only know the genre of a runner platform platform from like mobile games yeah like and the thought of og yeah the thought of that coming because it was ps1 yeah yeah it was it was the like the flagship mascot game for the ps1 that's crazy like Like that spyro you'd say um i think spyro came a little bit later but yes i i associated spyro more with um the playstation than crash but crash was like when the developers they're like "Mm, do we go do it on the sega like the new thing or what whatever's nintendo's doing next or do we go with this company sony who hasn't really done anything and the way that they designed crash was revolutionary like they had most of the polygons animating crash rather than like the surroundings, the, the surrounds yeah. and stuff. Yeah, because they wanted him to have this really cartoon animation. And I always loved that and I still do. Um, like when he dies, he like gets flattened out by the boulder or he blows up and his shoes fall down or like he turns into an angel and there's all these. He's very interesting yeah. animated. Like, yeah, it's it's a fun game to look at. And the rhythm that you get into when you can... I, got, I have two top five places in um, timed runs. <laughs> Yeah, and I have a few top 10 places as well too. When you get the rhythm of it really down and you shave like fractions of a second mm. off, just getting lines perfect is really, really satisfying. Is it it's like a, a speedrunner's game? Like do speedrunners just smash it? Is it big I think in this? F- 45 minutes is like the the biggest speedrun. That's, that's fucking yeah. nuts though. Yeah, but that's like... Yeah, using every... Exploiting... They recoded back in all of the like things that people exploited in the original games. They're yeah. Like, oh, do we still allow it that you can jump on that little thing and, and not really have to deal with that enemy or whatever? And they're like, yeah, we will. Yeah. Okay. So, th- so you can exploit things like that, but yeah, it's cool. It's definitely a speed running game because to complete to a hundred percent, the game you have to get within a certain time on each level. You have to do like a time trial to a hundred percent the game. Oh wow. Yeah. It's Yeah. It's a game you fucking grind, though. Yeah. Man. You grind to learn those rhythms. I reckon those six minutes I played was repeating the same one jump over and yeah. over again until I just fucking got <laughs> yeah. the shit to pass yeah, the controller. <laughs> it's like, nah, can't do yeah. it. I'll do that for hours. Oh, fuck that. Um, yeah. Man. <laughs> I actually had a, I had a girl over and she just sat and watched me play Crash for a couple hours. Cause wow. all I wanted to do. Fair enough. She's like, can I come over? I was like, yep, I'm playing Crash Bandicoot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is fantastic. Man, I've got Crash Bandicoot's on the um, PlayStation Hits collection on my PS5, so I might might give it a download. As someone who, do you reckon as someone who has zero nostalgia for it could could find it interesting and fun? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, it's a good game. You have like a jump, a spin, and directions. Yeah, okay, cool. And like... So you just got to get good. Yeah. Like there's no finessing it or anything like that. It's like it's precision timing. Just get good. Yeah. Jump from this platform to exactly that platform at exactly that time or you die. It's like, Mm. yeah, fun. Because, yeah, I don't (laughs) mind fucking with like a platformer. The the platformers I've played in the past I find just get a bit too like chaotic. Like where it's just like, it's not pattern recognition anymore. It's just like luck almost. It's just kind of like, oh, you just have to be lucky enough to dodge that enemy and kind of, you know, luck into landing perfectly and stuff like that. No, this one is timed. Yeah. This one is timed so that there there is like an actual beat and you can speed run it. Like it's timed so that you will, if you jumped the furthest you could from that platform to that platform, you can jump to that one before it it lights on fire. Yeah, okay. Like, but yeah, you're, you're getting in by fractions of a second sort of thing. Yeah, okay. everything Everything in there has a rhythm and it all works together in, like, and that's what's really fun for me. It's like you just, yeah, you, you learn the rhythm on there and you're like, okay, radio, I've got to pause for like half a second before I jump there or this one you got to like jump, jump, jump or this one you got to hold jump so you jump a little bit higher and last longer. It's like, yeah. Yeah, that sounds, I'll, I'll give that a download because I've, I've been looking for a new game to play um, just while I sit and wait impatiently for Pokemon Unity to drop. 
Um, which where there will be an episode about Pokemon Unity coming out, I'd say next week or the week after. You could finish Ghost of Tsushima. I got to bring that back. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was going to say I was going to. That was getting it too. That was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, and I really want to finish that game. Yeah, then I finished it, and I was going to try and hundred percent it. I did a bunch of stuff, and then like did all the missions, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, hundred percent in games is you've really got to be a like either super into the game or a certain level of like OCD, just kind of like. I've only ever done it with a couple of Assassin's Creed games. I think. And they're like, yeah. Oh, no, and Horizon Zero Dawn. 100%ed Horizon Zero Dawn and the... Um, I came really DLC. close to doing like a Batman... You, you didn't even fucking finish games. Yeah, I came, <laughs> I came really close to doing a, the Batman Arkham. Like I, I clocked the story oh, and started doing too. everything. And then... Um, Riddler puzzles yeah. was all I had left. And I was like, fuck, no. Yeah, I did all of them. They're Not fun. a chance. I think I did They're like, fun. I did seven and then I was like, I'm fucking done. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I guess I've done a lot of games and that's what I'm trying to do with Crash now. Yeah, 100%. I'm 100% it, yeah. yeah, I don't 100% games. I 30% games. That's just <laughs> <laughs> my style. Um, well, speaking of something that I am going to 100%, uh, it's a... a, a a bit of what's been getting it for me. I started a new anime. <laughs> How was that? Uh, fucking segue. <laughs> it was a shoehorn segue, but I'm I'm trying my best here. Um, anime called uh, Kikaishi. Uh, it's a 2006 anime by Studio Sunrise. Um, so it's fairly old. Um, it only had one season, which lasted like 52 episodes, and I'm about you know 20 30 in so far, and I started it yesterday. So. I'm moving on a good pace. It feels good. Nice. Um, so it's about these two, or it's about this uh, family or this uh, Hazama clan. Uh, the main two pro tags are Yoshimori and Tonoki. There's a, a few more that come in later, but those are the two kind of made ones. Uh, so they're basically these kind of ability users who use this superpower, or uh, their ability or supernatural power called Kekai, which is a form of ma- magical energy barrier. Barrier, which is primarily used to destroy and capture demons. They call them... Oh, there's lots of different names for this. There's a lot of uh, traditional Japanese supernatural stuff happening in this yeah, series. Yeah, cool. I like yokai. Or like, yeah, 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 kind of. But um, it's... Man, it's... Because it's from this 2006 era, it's got this, like, really cool, like, early Naruto, early Bleach kind of feel to it. Yeah, like, it's, it's really pretty, that anime. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's sort of... um. I think it was defined a bit by like the the end of the nineties stuff um, with like Sailor Moon and yeah. like yeah that real glamorous sort of look there yeah yeah it's it's really colorful it's really fun it's it's got a lot of co- like good comedic beats in it for like a, a an anime like I actually found a few moments quite funny but it's it's also just like. Yeah, it's so weirdly nostalgic, even though I've never seen it before. Like it, it's just the style. Yeah, just the yeah. style of it. It feels like it honestly feels like it could have been a like a like a uh, cheese TV cartoon. Like it, it it slots into that so well. Like it's almost a monster of the week format, but like with a nice overarching story kind of knitted its way through. Like it's got these cool little bits of mystery. Like we're we're still trying to figure out what happened to. Um, uh, his older brother, the main, the protag's older brother, who's in the shadow organization, which is like an organization of these like um, special ability users that are like fighting these upper level demons. But it's kind of this like organization that's a bit clandestine and a bit, you know, mm-hmm. on the fringe. It's really cool. Like it's, it's, it's got such a fun aesthetic and such a fun concept. And yeah, with this like weird nostalgic feeling that it's giving me, it's, it's, Man, it's very Moorish. Like uh, every time I finish an episode, like I'm smashing that next episode button. So yeah, I might have to give it a sus. What's it on? Uh, I'm watching it on Crunchyroll at the moment. Okay. So yes, it is on Crunchyroll. All 52 episodes dubbed and subbed. Uh, watch as you please. I of course watch the dub because it's fun. Um, I don't have anything. I don't have anything else in the what's been getting it section, and I don't have anything in that. Can I take your order segment this week? Because I'm trying not to eat fast food. So, <laughs> unless you want to talk about how much broccoli I've eaten in the last seven days, we can probably move on to the main topic today, buddy. Yeah, sure. Let's do this. Uh, by the way, the answer to how much broccoli I've eaten a fuck ton. That's good. I fucking hate broccoli, sure. but anyway. It's, why? It's good. Yeah, it's fine. You know what's better than broccoli? Brussels Literally sprouts. anything else. No way. Anyway. Broccoli's better than cucumber and capsicum by far. What the fuck? Yeah. Capsicum's like one of my favorite vegetables. <laughs> I'll eat like everything, including like 
bugs, like witchy grubs and crickets. Mm. And uh, I don't like liver, yeah, lungs. All off all can get fucked. Cucumber and capsicum. I'd eat a heart over a cucumber. Cucumber. That's fucking crazy. Uh, anyway, Any day of the week. Anyway, we are talking Sorry. about Love, Death and Robots, <laughs> season one and two. Now, instead of going through all the episodes, because that would be fucking tedious, yeah. we thought we'd do a top five list of our top five episodes from season one and season two, and we'll s- chuck in a sneaky worst episode at the end, I reckon. Yeah. Love, Death and Robots is an animated anthology series. The whole goal of the series was to bring this wealth of great short stories and marry them with some of the great work that's being done around the world in animation. And then do it for adults. Because, you know, fuck the kids, really. So, do you want to kick it off first with one from your list? Or do you want me to go? No, I'll go. Now, look, we'll we, we, we we'll, talked we'll a little bit before this. we started the podcast <laughs> and we're, we're pretty sure that both of our lists are going to be very similar. Yeah. I'll be interested to see how much variance there is. I'll also be interested to see how many from season two make it in because season two compared to season one is fucking, yeah, real bad. Yeah. Real bad. Not, not only was it half the amount of episodes, but it was a quarter of the quality. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely was outshone, like outshone entirely by season Mm. one. Okay. I should also say these aren't in ranked from one to five. These aren't, you know, in any order, this is just our top five, yeah? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, I just want to give a couple honourable mentions. Do we want to do those at the end? Okay. Then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fine. Sonny's Edge. Okay. It's Look, fucking awesome, Okay, man. It's so cool. So I actually mentioned this before we started recording <laughs> yeah. as one that I'd rewatched multiple times and found, like, kind of boring on multiple rewatches. But okay, explain me, explain me Sunny's Edge. Come on, give it to me. It's fucking cool, man. It's got like an M. Night Shyamalan rivaling fucking twist at the end. It's like, oh, it's not the girl controlling the monster. It's the monster controlling the girl. Like, mm. it's cool. It's just cool. It's like monsters fighting. It's like this cool post-apocalyptic world taking like revenge on corporate entity, like big money type, like deal. It's like a revenge story. It's well animated. Like, I think the animation is really, really nice. They're yeah, smart so it's with animated their, by Blur Studios. Really smart with their use of lighting um, because everything's really dimly lit. Mm. Um, so, like, yeah, their use of soft lights coming from sci-fi type fucking chambers. and It also and clocks in at, like, one of the longest episodes too. 17 minutes. Yeah, well. So it's a chunky one. Um yeah. Okay, my uh, counterpoint for this being in your top five list is I think on rewatch, once you l- know the twist, it's meaningless. I have rewatched it. It feels meaningless it's on still the rewatch. Cool. Okay, it's cool. As I'll I'll give you like, like what, I can't suspend my disbelief. Yeah, like, like, I, yeah. Like the um kind of cyberpunk futuristic stuff. Yeah, it's, it's fucking the aesthetic real is really good. cool. It's a strong like, aesthetic. Yeah. yeah, I'll give yeah. you that. And, yeah. and the animation is really crisp and yeah, good use of lighting and yeah, it's 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 re- the fight scenes are sick and yeah, it's cool. I think it's it's a good story. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it. Look, in all honesty, it was in my top five list before I did a rewatch, <laughs> and then it was the first to go. Yeah. True. The first to go. All uh, righty. So, are you ready for my, what am I? Yep. Okay. So. From season one, I'm going as well. Uh, I'm going shapeshifters. Yeah, um, that's a they get an honourable mention. That is, yeah, really fucking well animated. Yeah, not only is it really well animated, I find it's such a like a fun concept. So shapeshifters is um, it's based in a world where werewolves are common knowledge, and they've been recruited into the U.S. Army during what looks to be the Afghani war or the Iraq war, sorry. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Middle Eastern war. And it's kind of these two werewolf friends, Decker and, uh, I think it is not right at all, but sure. Um, (laughs) they're these two kind of werewolf, you know, army guys that are trying to help the military. They get into a bit of strife. One gets killed and it's this kind of revenge plot. That he takes out on these two, um, like Arab werewolf. Yeah, well, we dudes. think it's one, and then we get the reveal that it's two, and uh, but that for me, I think it's the the kind of the the style it's using, the way they, you know, these werewolves are being um, kind of 
bullied and oppressed in the kind of army circle and stuff yeah. like that and the way they fight for kind of honor and stuff like that like it's it's just interesting and fun and the the fight at the end with the three werewolves especially the killing move which is um yeah. i don't know if you remember it he puts the werewolves <laughs> are wrestling yeah and he puts his whole <laughs> head over the mouth of another werewolf and just crushes it's yeah, fucking into his skull it's fucking yeah, it's so good the reason why that wouldn't make it in is because like i do not support american propaganda bullshit i do not i cannot watch a any movie set in the middle east from an american perspective and not look at them and just be like fuck you mm. like but yeah, I <laughs> yeah, get what you mean. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I'm not fun at parties. Yeah, um, that's also <laughs> also by Blur Studio as well. Yeah. So that's two by Blur Studio. Like yeah. Blur Studio, is fucking incredible. Yeah, and they're both animated in different styles. But that one there is so fucking photo real. Yeah, like, that fucking that werewolf one is so photo real. It mm. it's amazing. And it's like, also like um the lighting and the dust effect in it is fantastic. Yeah. Like everything is covered in this. F- Thin layer of sand and dust, yeah, and it adds such a nice, yeah, it's stuff. so yeah. nice. Yeah, it's 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 really well animated. Right, yeah, hit one off your list. We're man, we're fucking powering through these. Good hunting. Good, yeah, okay, okay, oh, oh, yeah. Oh man, it's so funny because when I like ages ago when I watched it, um, like when I watched the first few episodes, I got to that one, and that, that's where I just stopped. For oh a little wow, while. I just didn't think. And you were like, "Oh, let me know." When you get the the fox one. Yeah. And then I watched it and I was like, oh my God, Philip, fuck. Why yeah. didn't I go home and yeah. watch this? Yeah. Um, Holy fuck, man. Woo! It's on my list as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Like not only because she is hot as fuck. So man. fucking <laughs> hot. Yeah. And then like you get the whole furry aspect of like the fucking, yeah, because she's this fox thing. But then you get this cool like robot cyber aspect as well too. And it's like, yeah, you just, all of the ways you want to put your dick in it. So it's, yeah, it's, and it's like, so it's set in 20th century China, but it kind of takes this, um, Hong Kong. (laughs) No, it's set in China. Hong Kong. An early century, twenty. It says China here. Yeah, I know, but that is also. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so a colonize, um Years later, his father dies, and he moves to a colonized uh, version of Hong Kong. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Um. So yeah, it's fucking incredible. This kind of steampunky British colonized version of Hong Kong. It's yeah. so gorgeous. I could have spent hours just looking at panels of the background and scenery and oh, stuff like that. It's so yeah. gorgeous. It's, and the designs of his little, like, robots that he makes. Yeah, his like autonomy and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's really well done. Um, yeah, I think, I think again, it, it's funny how, because the British did colonise Hong Kong yeah. for a while, like, um, and so did China, but they, like, yeah, well, currently is. Um, mm. Because they are, yeah. Semi-autonomous again. Not not into the politics yeah, Jesus of, of Hong Kong. Um, Who'd have thought this one would be the political episode? Like, anyway, um, but yeah, it's fucking cool. And how they they draw these British people in this caricature-esque, mm. like big teeth and nose, and like, oh yeah, it's good for a Chinaman. Huh? Mm. It's like I think, yeah, the the whole aesthetic is is like very painterly as well too. Yeah, big shock when you just get this fucking big stiff bell end right in your oh, face man, within the, the first fucking minute or. So. Yeah, the the uh, is it the big fat dude you're talking about that's smoking? No, no that's like towards the end. Yeah, the, the first one when oh like, yeah. yeah, when they have him tied up in the bedroom and it like yeah. goes up there and it's like oh yeah, there's a stiff cock. Like, yeah, just fucking <laughs> there's a lot of cock in that episode. Yeah. It's um the kind of I w- I'm not going to say it's ham fisted, but like the metaphor at the end where Autonoma is kind of recreating magic or is you know is the new version of magic in this world yeah. is fucking gorgeous to think about. Like it, it's so, it's so, so nicely done when they are showing how the more, you know, industry and technology and kind of advancements come into the the world or this, this area of Hong Kong, the more magic dies out. Yeah. And then this whole kind of reversal of using uh, autonomy and this, you know, industry and all this technology to recreate magic in a way is it's, it's fantastic to watch. It's gorgeous. I really like that trope. Mm. Like it is in other stories as well too. And yeah, I definitely, you can't not agree. It's like, as if, if you were trying to tell like, my great granddad who died at 98, he was alive for a lot of my, my life or my childhood and stuff. 
If I was to tell him when he was my age about Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. Be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. There's no magic. such thing as this. <laughs> it's, it's just magic. It's, he it's, wasn't Irish. No, no. He no. Wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, the yeah, I, I, I like that idea. I, I think that was a really good episode. And also, woo! Yeah. <laughs> like, um, it's also, like, kind of grotesque. Like, her, the scene of her getting her body cut up is, oh, like, fucking gnarly. hardcore. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a heavy episode. And the, um, yeah, the whole metaphor of, like, she's sold her body. Like yeah, the, literally. The, the, like, yeah, she had doesn't have a, a physical body anymore. It's like, well, someone yeah, it's, stole her body. She didn't sell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, yeah, but that's the metaphor. Yeah, of it. Yeah. she was selling her body and then was taken advantage for. And now she, like, someone might not feel that it's theirs anymore after they've been taken advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, portrayed in metal. It's like, yeah, it's it's a good. It's a fucking good one. It's fucking yeah, man. Uh, so that one's by Red Dog Culture House. Is the studio that did that one? Yeah, and fantastic. Very, very painterly. Very stylized. Really stylized. stylized. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fucking. The oh. the color palette really fucking stands out in that episode too. Like yeah. in contrast, because a lot of season one on rewatches has kind of this same color aesthetic. Yeah, there's so much green in that one. Yeah, it's like it's fucking cool. It's gorgeous, man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, on my list as well. Uh, I'll take another one off my list. Um, my the first appearance from season two and the only appearance from season two on my list: the drowned giant. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only episode in season two, I reckon that lives up to season one, mm. uh, it's by Blur Studios again. So that's what th- three already yeah. like Blur Studios is amazing. Um, so the drowned giant, uh, a naked giant, a naked giant corpse, uh, of unknown origins washes up on shore. Yeah. <laughs> washes up on, uh, on a shore in a, in a sleepy town. And it's literally just. A through a philosophical perspective, like a scientist is just kind of documenting his thoughts on on what this means or how yeah, he feels towards life, this. yeah, and, and like yeah, the, or the meaninglessness of like or seemingly meaninglessness of life. It's like yeah, this like yeah, the the metaphor that 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 could be you, yeah, that, exactly, that giant could be you, and yeah, yeah, and it's it's, it's so. It's so, like, compared to everything else on this list, it's so kind of just meditative to watch. Yeah. Like, there's, he, the the narrator has this kind of nice, not monotone, but this nice kind of soulful kind of, kind of just. Yeah, like, um, same tone by type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just this kind of. really good reading voice. Yeah, perfectly good reading voice. And we're seeing this kind of giant be decompose and then chopped up and kind of sullied. And he even, there's even so many lines in the narration where it's just like um, something that was so pure and just magnificent is just kind of decomposed and, you know, the, the filth of humanity just kind of covers it. And it's, it's so beautiful. And the, the closing, the closing shots where the scientist, the narrator is riding through town and we see, glimpses of the giant bones kind of all around the town where people have like stole them. Like there's one above the butcher shop and then there's a head just out the back of some fucking rednecks farm covered by a tarp. Like it's, it's just, it's so kind of beautiful and poetic Mm. that it's the only one in season two that made me feel anything. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. It, It hit close to me because I had a very similar mental narration that time I found a dead body washed up in a whole bunch of rubbish how do I not know river. this story? What? I don't know I, this story. Yeah. How do I not know this story? Who are you? It's not even you the first. You asked tattooed not, human. not even the first dead body I found either. But yeah, that one. <laughs> I was. So, okay. I was in Nepal. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Oh, okay. About. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It wasn't on a beach. Yeah, so I just river, pictured a beach. Yeah. Sorry, no, I just pictured in, a beach. Yeah, that's it. Yes, it was on a river. Mm. It washed up. There was rubbish around. And I was thinking a similar sort of thing. I was like, wow, that was like a life and a human thing. And now it's just sort of like washed up. And these people are here eating and they don't even, didn't really notice mm. or care or anything. And yeah, like it's a, it's a fucking really well done episode. There is one thing in the episode that makes me a touch squeamish though. And there's a scene when he goes back to the beach and there's a guy <laughs> in a caravan there with like six, six like, drums on like six fire drums going just boiling stuff out of the person and eating and i'm like (laughs) 
and it's never explained. They don't even say, <laughs> and some people ate it, but it's just like, the fuck is that guy doing? And he's just like boiling stuff and eating. He's like, how are you going? And it's just like, the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what this means, but I'm confused. Uh, yeah, it's fucking, I loved it. I, I legitimately loved it. Yeah. Right, so another one off your list. Um, Helping Hand. Helping Hand? Which one's Helping Hand? What? Helping Hand. Okay. I, I, I have no recollection of Helping Hand. What? It is so beautifully animated. It is really well done. It's amazing. The little tongue-in-cheek um, joke on the title. Yep. <laughs> yep it's yep, really yep. good as well, too. It's like fucking shocking and like very moving um i've watched that one a, a fucking a bunch of times i've showed a bunch of other people as well too and and watched them watch it for the first and second times and yeah stuff. and yeah it's oh, there's the idea of falling in space is terrifying enough it's that whole like 127 hours or whatever it is of like having to sacrifice mm. a limb in order to survive and and yeah it's just Freezing and off a limb in the vacuum of space seems a lot easier than cutting through a limb with a pocket knife. Yeah, but then she has to, like, snap it off and then throw it. And also, it's scarier because you're in space. Yeah, in space sucks. Yeah. Like, because it's like, it's not like when you're on Earth and you're like, hey, at least they'll find my body. It's like, you're in space, you're going to be just mm. floating forever until you smash in. Yeah, like the idea of, like, never being out, like, yeah. especially if you're, you're flung gone. off. Your body's you, not in Earth yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Those All of those atoms that were once there are now space atoms. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty Yeah, space wild. is scarier than a boulder. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking oath it is. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, is, that's the one that has the... Oh, I say it's crass, but is that the... At the end of that, is that... The um the operator or whatever oper- it's not the operator but the the person ground control yeah um hits her up with a message like oh do you still need a hand and it ends on that kind of crass joke where she's armless and they're asking if she needs a hand yeah but then she says no I think I'll be right oh, okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So. um I'm just looking it up I think that one's not by Blur Studio I think it's oh, okay so it's Axis Studio that does that one yeah um. Again, there's some shots that are like almost photo real mm. and it's like just, it helps that it's just a face, but faces are really like, that's also a lot of pressure because they're one of the ones that you can pick something off. Mm. Like that's what we're trained to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's a lot of shots of her with her glass and the reflections of stuff. And yeah, it, it, it seemed like there was lots of complex layering with reflections. Like her... Um, Sensors reflecting into the glass, reflecting back into her eyes. Yeah. And that sort of level of, like, yeah, reflection. Um, Yeah, it was fucking, it was cool. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, I I don't know why I skipped it so much. Or why I just, it's completely just not on my radar. Yeah, go back and rewatch me. I'll go back and rewatch that one again. I don't know why it's just, oh, you know why? Because on the list, it's literally between... Two of my top five. Oh, okay. So it's sandwiched between two of my favorite episodes. And I'll, I'll go with the one that's just directly after that. And that's um, Fish Nights by what? Platitude Image Studio. Trash. What the fuck is wrong with you? Okay. It has one of the simplest and most beautifully done concepts I've, I think I've ever seen in anything. And, and, and they explain it with one perfectly delivered line. Just the line that they're standing in the middle of a desert. There used to be an ocean. And just that one line of like, um, I wonder what it'd be like if the ghosts of the creatures that used to live in this ocean, you know, haunted this area. Like, it's such a simple idea. Just like, oh, yeah, this whole area used to be underground and, you know. Underwater, yeah. And, you know, lots of things would have died here. And what if their spirits are holding on? What if this once thriving, you know, ocean paradise is still haunting this bleak bland desert and it's such a like such a simple concept yeah, and it's, it is. it's a it's, cool concept and like it's the boring the two salesmen trash. that get stuck there um like even re- references to like a plymouth never breaking down which yeah. like was which was fun and it's just yeah, so they kind of wake up and they find themselves in this kind of prehistoric ghost nightmare. And it's it's so gorgeously animated and 
It is. The sense of danger doesn't come in until like the till it's right on top of you. Yeah, that <clears throat> that is also cool. We, mm. I was just kind of like, what? This th- isn't even love, death, or robots. I was like, oh yeah. shit, oh yeah, okay, yeah, death. Cool. There we yeah. go. Boom. But yeah, yeah. it's um, I, I I found it so compelling, and the the megalodon ghost, like the shark megalodon thing. Yeah, it wasn't is, megalodon. But it yeah. wasn't megalodon, but it's the only yeah. shark dinosaur I know. I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's so terrifying to look at and think about. And like, I just, I just love the idea of just being stranded in the desert and looking out and seeing a, a world of, you know, ocean spirits just kind of floating through. And it, it, for me, it was just this simple, oop, oop. it was just this simple concept <laughs> executed in such a way, like such a gorgeous way. Like it was so... <laughs> It's so, so pretty, yeah. Just burping through words. No, here. it was, it was, it was pretty, but yeah, I just uh, a bit boring, I guess, compared to some of the other. Wow. Okay, okay. 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 Right. Yeah. So number four on your list, I think. The dump. The dump. I hate the dump. What? I. What the dump is so good. <sighs> I hated it. It's. Ugly. I think it's just ugly. Oh yeah, the stylist, like the stylistic design of the whole animation, everything is ugly. Yeah, it's all like sweaty and porous yeah. and thick hair and like, yeah, like sticky and. Reminds oh, me yeah. of like um. Do you remember like SpongeBob used to do like close, up? close ups? Yeah, yeah it reminds Ren, me of that. Ren and Stimpy is like the OG. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah I just regular I show hate does it. it as well yeah. too. And that, yeah, I, 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 I love that it. kind of. Yeah, I love it, man. I, will you see the art that I like? I yeah, like yeah. really like um, bad, crass, bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's <laughs> fucking fucking you trying to draw it. <laughs> I like um, uh, I like yeah. art that inflicts emotion. Mm. I, I thought it was really good, even though like I guessed the like the. The plot line wasn't very hard to guess what was going to happen. Yeah, like, everything like that. But it was just like funny that he gets his lighter in the end, and yeah, and yeah. Like I think I think it's it's um yeah the the design of all of the rubbish and stuff must have must have been really hard to be stacking all of these shapes into this pile. And the background and like background uh, artwork, the background animation, and the backdrops are all like meticulously. Yeah. Like you could just spend forty five minutes just looking and identifying all the different rubbish there. Yeah, and, and it'd be interesting. And to again, do that. it's got a slightly different palette. There's less of the muted greys and stuff, and there's a lot of these like browns and orange and yellow tones, and some greens and stuff as well, and some yeah, some some blues and pinks and. I'd say it's yeah. one of the only. I'd say like, yeah, probably like one of only like four that lean heavily for a comedic angle. Yeah, I'd say this, the yogurt one, and alternate histories. Yeah. Oh, and then there's that one, I think it's in season two, when the vacuum cleaner tries to kill her. Oh, yeah, that's, um, what's that one called? Um, I've got it right here. It's not on my list because it's bad. Um, I don't know if it's bad. Uh, automated customer service. Yeah. That's the one I that I did not like the art style of at all. That was like, again, it was like this kind of realistic, grotesque kind of yeah. character. Caricature drawing, Esque, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah, wasn't like that. Definitely like, like caricature. Mm. The dump was done by Studio Abel and Baker, which sounds less like a studio and more like a you know small town law firm. Yeah, I was thinking it seems like it were um, one of those non for profits that helps like disabled people. Like it's like you go there and you get horse cross buns and loaves of bread and stuff. Abled. <laughs> Abel. Abel and Baker, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they just get. Yeah, so you're just yeah, saying they just like, get disabled people <laughs> and give them baked goods. Is that the is that the no, charity the di- you just the disabled people make the baked goods? Oh, okay. So they're able and they're baking. Yeah, okay. yeah. Way better than what I was thinking. I was thinking a charity just immediately set up just to give you know disadvantaged disabled people baked goods <laughs> what, what what does that do that's why i was confused when you said it no they <laughs> teach them to bake and then they bake the goods and you know like that's a thing that people do that's a thing it's not like i thought that up there's definitely businesses that do that 100%. are you saying there's definitely a business that takes people disabled people teaches them to bake and sells their baked goods I, I will bet money that there is, yeah. I mean, it um, feels like a safe bet. Yeah, I, uh, like, of course. <laughs> I still reckon, 
I like my idea better. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah. (laughs) So sorry you have a disability. Here's this hot cross bun. (laughs) I hope it helps. Um, (laughs) So last on my list, considering uh, we've already talked about (laughs) good... I'm talking over you so we don't get cancelled. Good hunting. Um, the last one on my list is, I'd say, my favourite when it comes to just pure aesthetic and art style-wise. Um, and one of my favourites on rewatch too, uh, Sucker of Souls. Mm, not, not really? Sucker of Souls. So this is the Dracula one and it's... Um, Dracula. Dracula. I'd say it the way Dracula. I say it. Dracula. No, it's by it. Studio... Just, that's the more correct way to say it. <laughs> Studio um, La Shreddy. La Shreddy. La Shreddy. That's not how you pronounce <laughs> it because, no, of course not. Nothing I pronounce is right. It's all <laughs> fucked. Um, but, yeah, I, yeah, I found your, it... Your real name's Philip. Yeah. <laughs> Philip Ritt. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, I, I find it so interesting. The 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 way they do Dracula and that is this kind of like beast, L- less of yeah. a vampire and more just like a bloodthirsty beast. Also, yeah. the fact that he's cock out the whole time is fantastic. <laughs> just cock out, just nothing. Yeah. And it has, I'd say, the most gruesome death in all Love Death Robots. Really? Yeah. The intern that gets skewered and then split in half, and then we see a layer of skin go, a layer of muscle go, a I, layer of that's so well animated, it's like, so good, so cool. I love it's, that. Animation. That that scene is my, probably my favorite scene in all of Love, Death, and Robots. I, it's fantastic. And then just these fountains of blood, and then all the dialect by the mercenaries, dialogue. the dialogue uh, by the mercenaries in that. And that episode is, it's, it's just great. It's genuinely funny. There's a mercenary named Gary, I think sh- her name is. And she's just fucking, she, sh- sh- the only sh- shoot, uh, shot you see her take is with a shotgun and she purposely aims for the dick, smiles and then walks out. Yeah. You literally, ev- everyone else is shooting machine gun. She walks into frame, aims the shotgun, points it down, shoots his dick off, walks out. It's perfect. It's yeah. it's it's that so was, funny. Yeah, that one was close to making the list. And then it ends on such a dire note. Like they defeat Dracula, they escape, they're running, they're running, they kind of light a flare and they're just in another den of all Draculas and it's Yeah. It's no, so I, grim and dire. Yeah, you're like, Oh fuck, they're gonna get us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's it, it's, it's definitely up there in the there. The aesthetic of it too, like the animation style of it too, is like this really kind of cell shaded, hand drawn, sort of like Samurai Jack. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just yeah. like with more color and smooth edges. Like it yeah. doesn't have the sharp edges from Samurai Jack, but it's got these nice smooth edges. Also, and, kind of like um, Batman the animated series. Yep, like yep, yep. These, the nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way that, um, yeah, they sort of become shadow like and the mm. the swift movement of the yeah the great and stuff yeah it's 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 fantastic I find that yeah I find it funny like the dialogue is funny and just everything about it 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 just appeals to me so much I I love how grotesque it is um like that just that one scene like I'm gonna keep talking about it because it's fantastic <laughs> and straight after that scene you get a shot. Of, of the Dracula coming down the stairs and you see half the skull bounce down next to it, like yeah. a perfect half the skull. And it just kind of slides and it's clean and then it gets crushed. And it's and then straight after that, it's followed by a very funny moment where the mercenaries like run to the scientist and he looks behind him and the scientist is already like 50 metres <laughs> up the hallway. Like yeah. it's just, it's funny. Like yeah. it's, it's kind of got the Joss Whedon kind of... Um, the Joss Whedon kind of like quippiness almost. Yeah. But I find it a more palatable way than I'd, I'd find most of Josh Whedon's work. Yeah. yeah. It's even got a line about Buffy in it. Like it literally <laughs> here has, he goes, I'm a mercenary, not Buffy the fucking vampire slayer. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's good. I, for me, it's one of the ones where I'll rewatch endless amounts of time. Yeah. I'll go give it another watch. Mm. Radio. So last on your list, brother, number five, capping out the list. Zima Blue. Okay. I knew this was going to be on your list. Like, I knew Zima Blue was going to be on your list. <laughs> I fucking knew it. When we first did this, in my head, I was like, Zima Blue will be on Tyson's list. Of course, Zima Blue will be on Tyson's Why? list. Why? It's fucking cool. Because it's an existential awesome. crisis in an episode. That's all yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, it's literally I, I just. I really relate to it. It's I was just like, existential dread compressed into one episode. Of, of course, you love it. 
and the way it's animated, like the the black and the blue, like yeah. the the um, like the fucking I can't say monochromatic because there are more than one, but yeah. it's like it's so so almost basic. monochromatic, <laughs> yeah, almost monochromatic. This yeah. color palette is like, and this I thought of this um concept ages ago, um. Like about like a sci-fi character that was originally just some some AI like a faulty AI in in any household electronics mm. like in a fridge or like the aircon or the toaster or something like that and then it becomes sentient and like um, builds a body and goes all crazy and stuff like that and just this whole idea of this pool cleaner like and. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I just, it's so beautifully well done. It reminds me of, like, Sin City. Have you seen that film? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you hate that film too? <laughs> um, I think I watched it when I was, like, 14 yeah. and uh, cried a bit. So, I don't know. Probably, I probably hated like, it then. <laughs> Callum, no shade because he's my brother biologically and I love him very much. But, like, He's yeah. a big pussy? No, he, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, he doesn't like a lot of... I, I doubt he would have liked that episode. He doesn't like a lot of those ones. Like, it's I understand that it's not very palatable. Yeah, like, and I am the type of person that likes a lot of weird, sharp, unpalatable. Things. Yeah, the only thing <laughs> the not not the only thing, but one thing that I did enjoy about Zimmer Blue was the kind of the way we see how you know the blue tile affects his art, where it's just this kind of like slow process where it's like. Oh, one day just like a blue tile showed up in his art and everyone was like, what's that? And then it eventually gets bigger yeah, and bigger, bigger and bigger. And then his last artwork yeah. is just a blue tile. And everyone's like, oh, it's fucking crazy good. And I'm just like, it's fucking so shit. Nah, that's the kind of, yeah. But like that's the, the <laughs> way I, it I makes, fucking loved it, man. It was so well done. The way it makes you think in the end of it, where it's like kind of wraps up and he reverts back to this simple pool cleaning bot and you, you kind of sit there thinking about how, you know, his whole transition in life was this journey from becoming this to becoming what he thought he wanted to realizing what he actually needed and stuff yeah. like that. And you're just sitting there and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I get it. Fucking, yeah, whatever. Fucking yeah, wouldn't we be happier if we were just an amoeba? Just yeah, of course. Swimming around. I look at like yeah. I look at a bird like three days a week and I'm just like, fuck, I wish we could switch places sometimes. <laughs> How fucking much I'd love just to be a magpie That's just so funny swooping cunts. Of course, uh, I like to think I'm not predictable enough to for you to know, but of course, so uh, of course, Zima Blue and yes. Good Hunting we're going to be in there. Yes, for you knowing me, like yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, I knew, I um, I knew Good, I knew Good Hunting would be in there because we're both. Equally horny, um, and Zimmer Blue. I was like, oh, fucking, of course. Uh, so that's my passion anima- uh, animation studios. It, I reckon it's the one people talked about the most after the first season of Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, aired. really? It's the one I heard the most discussion about. You know, in my day to day life. Okay. So I don't know if I'm just hanging out with people who particularly like that, like you. But you didn't watch that at the time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was the one I the one I talked about most you know, just in my day-to-day life. So it's definitely had an impact, whether that impact was negative or positive. Yeah. It, it was the most, yeah, stand it was, out. Yeah, also, yeah, exactly. It stood out a lot. Um, Which brings me, oh, no, is it your, do you want to say which one you Well, made? do we want to do a few honourable mentions first? Well. Uh, for top five? Um, The, like, you covered most of my honourable mentions. Like, the shapeshifters I was going to give honourable mention for yep. the, um animation and same with the 13 or lucky 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 13 is in my honorable mention list (laughs) really it was so close it was between that and uh sucker of souls but sucker of souls um i think animation style stood out to me so more because i think i had i had a lot of photorealistic animation styles in my top five (laughs) yeah and i think love death and robots is a series shines like the first season shines so bright because there's so much versatility in the the animation styles that it felt kind of Wrong to give it to all photorealistic yeah, ones. Like, why would you want? You don't want to pigeonhole VFX artists into no, like, no, just no, making exactly. photo real. It's like there's some no. really good stylistic, like, and there is some really good stylistic. Like, so in my honorable mentions, I also have um, when the yogurt took over because <laughs> I I just found it charming. Like, it is yeah. just um um just object like objectively it's it's very charming yeah it's cute and uh also in my honorable mentions list i have um suits 
So Suits is the based on the farm with the mechas fighting the oh, aliens yeah, coming through. Right. And yeah. the only reason I took it out of my list is because on rewatch it reminds me so much of Fortnite because Fortnite has that kind of same animation. I just yeah, couldn't do definitely it. Does. I just couldn't do it, man. Like I just my hatred for Fortnite runs so deep and true that anything that even looks remotely close to it, I immediately just fucking hate. <laughs> Fuck, I hate Fortnite. I fucking I hate Fortnite. Hey, it's wow. so annoying. Uh, do you have any more in your honorable mentions? Um, I no, sorry, I knew I had one. Um, do you? I forgot. No, oh, like that's right. um, oh, I just can't remember the name of it. Which one uh, is it? The Pop Squad. Pop Squad. A cop charged with fighting the scourge. Oh, so that's a season two one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that one. That one also like stood out for season two. Another Blur Studio project. So yeah, that yeah. one. That one was interesting. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was like it was heavy and gritty and yeah, like yeah, I think the. The story was all like it was. It was there. Yeah, mm. there's a good part. You could do a good monologue for like fucking yeah, individual performance if you're a drama kid in yeah. like in there. If yeah. we were us, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When we were, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is hey, don't give it away. Oh. Play football or something? No, we were fucking <laughs> we're heaps tough. <laughs> heaps tough. I didn't do a Shakespeare thing for my year twelve drama class. No, it's fucking heaps tough. <laughs> I didn't once cry in drama class because I thought it would make girls fall in love with me. I was heaps tough. <laughs> uh, um, Fuck. Um, yes, no, yeah, I didn't have any more in my honourable mention list, yeah. but um, I do have two worst episodes. Um, I wonder if the one that I picked. What's yours? Is it from season one or season two? Ice. Literally the same one. Yeah, I, I knew it. Yeah, well, fucking thankfully. hate ice. It is... Yeah. So bad. It tears families apart. <laughs> <laughs> I like I Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's trash. The, it's the I mean, only it's episode trash. that has zero redeeming How qualities. How awkward was like the animation because <clears throat> they drew these like 2D cartoons and then just like stretched that skin over like a 3D body and animated around and they'd like turn their head and it, uh, everything was distorted and warped and, and like, like not even that like the the storyline was unfollowable yeah. for for a 10 minute thing i don't know how they got a storyline so confused yeah and it was just ugly yeah it was and so terrible ugly. voice acted too yeah. like the only one that i hated the yeah. voice acting and in. boring and like a shit plot line based well like it could have been good it's like oh you're non um, upgraded, not enhanced or whatever. Yeah, yeah, everyone else is. It's like that could be a good potential, but it's not really. It's like, oh, I'm just a sad sack, moody teenager. Oh, we're going to see these s- snow whales. Oh, I'm friends with people now. Oh, it's like shit. Yeah, shit. And like, yeah, it's ugly. Like, it's so. Like, did you notice that that when they moved their face, like things were really yeah. warped? It was like it looks like they're drawn a two D skin and stretched it over a three D model, and it's mm. like things are stretching awkwardly, like fucking. It's PS one. Yeah, it looked like, yeah. it looked bad. And look, if they were purposely going for it to look that, congratulations, because you <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, fuck no. Um, also, I hated the names of the brothers, Sedwick and Fletcher. Yeah. Sedgwick and Fletcher. Yeah, go die. That's terrible. Yeah, don't terrible. Name the kids that. No, um, it, yeah, it's just it's just boring and bad, and I, it's it's crazy that they it, put that in number two, episode two in the se- second season. Yeah, it was really like wow. Yeah, it was a fucking what you kick in the name? teeth. It was yeah. just like oh, okay, right, yeah. So this is this is what we can expect moving forward. And look, I, I, no episode in season f- season two goes. Below that standard, no. But you know, but why did it make it in there? Like, yeah. why? Did, how is that? Like, just in even any way comparable to any other of the like anything in season one or mm. any of the other ones, even in season two. It's like, like it's season two hasn't got like it's got automated customer service, which is the AI taking over. It yeah. goes ice. Uh, then Pop Squad, which is you talked Snow in the yeah. Desert, which is like a basically a fucking. CGI game trailer. Like, it, it's, yeah. it's no personality in that one either. Yeah. Um, the Tall Grass, which is, like, a rip-off of a Stephen King novel. Like, literally just yeah. a rip-off of a Stephen King novel. And it was like, yeah. Was, you didn't <clears throat> you didn't get connected enough to the character to care. No. Like, 
that if you're like, oh, is he going to make it? Are we going to get to see the thing kill him? Like you weren't, I was, I was sort of confused as to what I was meant to be, who I was meant to be rooting for. And you just start off angry at the guy because the the first, like one of the first lines in the thing is, oh, don't leave the train. And he immediately leaves the train. And And it's just like, like, what the fuck? Okay. Okay. Um, The next one was all through the house, which I'll admit was, which which was kind of cool. This kind of grotesque Santa thing, oh, delivering yeah. presents. That was kind of yeah. cool, but yeah, that was it was cool. only seven minutes and there wasn't yeah. enough in there for it to, you know, grab my attention. Like it was seven minutes. I enjoyed the seven minutes and then yeah, it was it fine. Yeah, it was cool. Again, like it would have – that – I think that one would nestle in easy in season, season one. Season one, yeah, it would. You're like, oh, yeah, that was another one of the ones that's like good. Good, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then if you tried to put ice in there, you'd be like, oh, but then they also let like their kid – Make yeah. one. <laughs> it's it's, <fun. laughs> it's like yeah, it seems like yeah. Oh, oh, my nephew wanted to put his movie in too. Mm. It's like okay. The uh the other one, the other two in season two are Life Hutch, which is the one that stars um Michael J. Fox. Mike, no, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Yeah, and the dr- the drowned giant is is the last one. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. The only other one I had on my worst episode list is Ice Age. And that was <laughs> yeah, uh, that I one. Fucking that one was like a bit the, the cuteness of it. Sort of let like the, I guess the nostalgia of like I don't know Indian in a cupboard. <laughs> yeah, like, the, <laughs> like is that was the is only the, thing they were hanging the, on for. Yeah, pretty much. Like it, again, it was good animation. It was. It was but nice, but like, like, but it's like yeah, this it's a pretty overplayed plot. Like, oh, you discovered a little universe and you're old and time moves quickly for there. But also, like, the two people, Topher Grace and Mary Elizabeth Winston, the two actors in it, um, are so fucking ridiculously nonchalant about it. Like, it's just like, oh, we we have little people in our cupboard. Okay. Hey, they're doing nuclear war, honey. That's kind of crazy. It's like, oh, oh, dinosaurs now. Okay. And it's just like... You're not reacting to this situation in a human way. Yeah. And none of this is – and that just that fact alone means it's so not grounded in reality that it's immediately just nothing. That they would have done better, like, if they had got they, – if they had CG'd something stylistic so that then you get a willing removal of disbelief. Yeah. You're like, oh, these are real actors that I recognise. Yeah, it's toe for fucking grace, like, mate. I recognise these people. Come put venom in from – And the- then they're like, eh. And you're kind of like, what? That's Venom from Spider-Man 3, Topher Grace, man. You can't put that's, him in anything without me immediately going to Venom from Spider-Man 3. From <laughs> um, that 70s show. Oh, yeah, that's not Topher Grace. Topher Grace is uh, it's a different guy. In, um, no, is it Topher Grace in that? I'm sure I got it wrong. Who's, who plays? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm having a crisis. I don't think it wrong. Uh, his role in Spider-Man 3. Uh, Isn't it the same? Yeah, they're the same person. Oh, thank God. Oh, yeah. thank God. Oh, thank God. For a second yeah. there, I thought I messed it up. But no, no. Topher Grace, yeah. He's the, the, yeah. <sighs> the guy from Spider-Man 3, Venom, is Foreman. I thought I just got a Spider-Man fact wrong. No. Those are my three favourite comic book movies. I wonder what you were like. Yeah, yeah no, I fucking. Yeah. I just Fun. thought that you calling him Venom from Spider-Man. It's like, no, before he was Venom, he was Foreman. I haven't watched that. I haven't watched, always be remembered. I haven't watched that much 70 shows, but I, uh, Spider-Man 3 will always hold a special place in my heart because I kissed Kate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kissed a girl called Kate in Spider-Man 3 um, during a Blue Light movie marathon in Nambaka Cinema. Sick. Yeah, it was fucking... Oh, it was real good. Any, like... No, no, it was just like a little peck and I was rock hard for like 45 minutes after that. Little bit of pre-cum. Oh, little bit. (laughs) Little bit. (laughs) You're like, it hurts when you get home. Like, ah. I nearly put a a crack in my jeans. There was that much fucking (laughs) pre-cum. Anyway. This, um, this episode ended weird. Yeah. Man. Um, yeah, we, hey, we managed to not even get this horny through the talking about it. No. Our waifu. No. Our waifu, like we should. Yeah. That's you great. You can watch. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> what? I you, I'm going to watch? I'm not cuckolding your relationship. That is not fucking happening. <laughs> anyway. Well, I'll do her and she'll do you then. That seems equally... Oh, I'm fine with that. Am I? I don't know. Anyway, it's been <laughs> fantastic having you back here, Tayo. Yeah, if you, you are... It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Make sure you guys are out there getting amongst the socials at Lords of Dorktown on Instagram. 
Uh, make sure you go check out the last episode we did with the Weebology boys. That was really fun, and I had a bunch of fun. Uh, you can also check me out on the Weebology podcast. I did an episode for them too. So go and check all that out. Links will be in the description below. If you want to reach out and get in touch with us at the pod, just email us at lordsofdorktown at gmail.com. Or slide into the DMs. Slide into the DMs. Let us know what your favourite Love, Death and Robots were, or how horny Good Hunting made you. Yeah. On a scale of one to me watching Spider-Man 3 after I kiss Kate on how horny you are. <laughs> anyway, guys, you want to sign us off there, Ty? Stay dorky. You. I miss you, Kate. Not really, but it's fine. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I miss her in a way. <laughs> I don't miss her. It's fine. Fuck. <laughs>